Welcome to the 11th episode of Poetry Moments with Twain, where we explore the world of poetry in my eyes and other famous and individual poems, sharing the daring and dynamic points of humankind's verbal expression. I've been writing for about 40 years, and I pray that my poems and poems of others fill your spirit with comfort, joy, thought-provoking moments, and love in which they were intended. Be sure to leave feedback and suggested titles for new poems, or even if you want to be on the podcast, send me an email at naze 11 at aol.com. You can also view my poems at allpoetry.com. In today's episode, I will recite poems from my stockpile and an incredible poet and interview by Stephen Young. Uh, he will recite his poems himself, which is going to be new. I'm excited about that. And so uh, his poems are amazing. And I know by the end of the episode, you will be astonished. Now let's get into some poetry. This poem is called The Incredible Overlooked Poets. And so the reason and the premise of this poem is that there are thousands, if not millions, maybe even billions of poets out there. And a lot of us get overlooked. Um, You know, we get overshadowed because of the high-profile names or because of the style in which we write or the method in which we write or even sometimes even the subject of what we write about. And so it is just to, again, make a point that we should always be able to be open-minded to read everyone's poems, no matter how big, how small. Because the words that they are trying to express is something that is coming from their heart, their mind, and their soul, and they should be heard. I hope that you enjoy it. The Incredible Overlooked Poets How many poets have traveled? How many poets have thrived? How many poets have dipped and dived? How many poets have died? Without sharing a simple word or words of their thoughts and their expression. And also for other reasons not sharing their art with the world because of their own self-critic hesitations. I try not to be so critical of myself, but sometimes it's hard for a poet to let go the wanting of being perfect or being a perfectionist. That burning fire within that we get that we can have a person right until the morning, until we feel we've released all that can be released of our thoughts, our feelings, and our unique overlook on the world and its place on paper, the conceiving of a perfect poem. How many poets 
does it take to make a poem astonishingly great? Only one mate. The second poem is called "Why Black Men Cry Every Day." This poem is just giving a brief insight of kind of like what we think, what we feel on an everyday basis. I hope you enjoy the poem. Every day we deal with pain, the pleasures of life, what our women take us through in strife, the issues and the lack of considerations. Of our hard work at the job, white supremacists want to kill us. Thugs or juveniles want to kill us. The government wants to kill us. We are put down. We are beat down. We are let down. We are stomped down with negative occurrences and negative programming. It's a wonder why so many of us have not committed suicide, but yet we still find the strength to stand up and fight. But I and others like me are battle-worn and are ready to put down the sword and throw away the battle armor and release those tears that are burning inside and crawling in a cave and hibernate for the rest of our lives. Do you want to know why black men cry? Just look around and see how we are so horribly treated on an everyday basis. And even you would agree that this world is brutal when it comes to the good black man that tries so hard to just survive in this world. The third poem is a poem that I had submitted many years ago,、um, and I actually won an award uh, for. Um, and it's a really deep poem, a short poem, but it's a really deep poem. And so the title of the poem is called "Northern Star Lead the Way Home." There will be tears tonight, even if you don't see them. Northern Star, lead the way home. There will be drought tonight, even if you don't feel it. Northern wind, blow me in that direction. There will be words saying, "Stop the lies tonight," even if you don't hear them. Northern star, lead the way home. There will be steps of my disappearance tonight. Even if you don't view me flying away, northern winds blow me in that direction. Carry this person who's lost its way home.
The fourth poem is called The Flight of Orion. And again, this is another short poem, but it's also a, a deep and meaningful poem as well. This one was also submitted as well. I didn't win an award for it, but I did get uh, honorable mention for it. I'm sure that you're going to enjoy it. The stardust has touched me in my flying journey. I'm going to reach my lifetime lover. I want to feel that warmth that I'm missing. My flight over Ryan has not made me blind of your fascinating beauty. I've seen stars that burst with intimacy, but that's nothing compared to what you give me. The Orion star dust has touched me, as there are words that are within me that cannot be released. A trip around Scorpio's tail has now changed those things, allowing the tears of joy to be free. I have reached my lifetime lover, and I will kiss the one that I love ever so softly, ever so gently. Once I reach the pretty blue sphere. I'm here with not only my friend and my coworker, uh, Steve Young, who has some amazing ideas that we are currently working on. And also, uh, he's an incredible poet. And so I'm going to interview him now, and I'm going to start off with my first question. So, Stephen, what are some of the things that inspire you to write the poetry that you write? Um, Basically, real-life situations, um, what I'm feeling at the time, um, anything. I draw my inspiration from anything. Would you say that you draw your inspiration from emotional pain or from others' emotional pains? Both. Both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that is a consistent thing for us as poets, that we have that in common, you know, that we write about things that are currently going on, uh, social, economical issues, as well as personal issues. And so would you say you do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, I do. So tell me a little bit more about your poetry. Um, some of it comes from a very personal place and some of it don't, you know, some of it is just a bunch of pieces of thoughts put together, you know, Okay. stuff like that, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) And how long have you been writing? Man, since I was 19. Wow. That's a long time. And, and how young are you now? I am 41 now. Okay. All right. All right. Not. That's, that's good. <laughs> right, exactly. So I'll be 15. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I want to make sure that, you know, that that uh, people get a chance to listen to your unique and dynamic poems. And so before I start, uh, before I let you read your first poem, I just want to, the last question I, I want to ask is that, do you think that as a poet, that it is important, especially as a black poet, that it is important to write about things that matter not only to us as a race, as a man, but what do you think about writing as a human being 
on stuff and issues that are happening in the world. I think every thought, every action, everything is important. Everything has its place in this big, in this great big and small universe of ours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everything has its place. It has its time. It has its moment. It has its shine. I like that. It has its shine. So now I'm going to give you the moment to shine and allow you to read. Uh, you said you got two poems for me today? Yes, sir. All right. Go ahead. All right. This first one's called uh, Things Have Changed. All right. We're going to get into it. Love isn't love anymore. Women ain't women anymore. Men ain't men anymore. I can't trust anything anymore or anyone. In a world where you can be God and design your own human child, sometimes I wish I was a robot because they don't have these problems. But, but they will in the near future. So instead of solving our issues, we've created a whole nother life form to take part as well. Eventually creating a whole more problematic issue. Sometimes I don't want to exist. Everything is a lie. I miss my father. I'm trapped in a reality or a dimension, delusion, illusion, dysfunction, malfunction, containment, entertainment, systematic institution with no solution. Every time I go to work and do something that I don't love to do, I get a paycheck and I feel like my soul is in prostitution. No New Year's resolution. Draw a blank. Draw some money from a bank to pay your bills. Forget how you feel. Don't forget your mask. COVID is on the rise. You got a deal. Homeless man on the side of the street. He can't get a meal to eat. But billionaires signing $20 billion deals. So how did you feel? <laughs> yeah, man, how do you feel? The internet, instant gratification for one nation under tech. God unifies systematically through social media. Somebody's watching me, man. Somebody's watching me. The digital pivotal, fake friends, how many likes, how many likes, how many views, how many comment subscribes, hit the like button, hit the like button. Laying in bed right next to each other. We wind up texting each other. And ignoring each other, saying things on the phone, hoping that the other one don't talk about the issues that we have for very long. Come clean. Come clean. Don't be mean. We are a team. So it seems. You want to. Oh, man. We need to meet at the middle. I wish we could meet at the middle. A little more often. I feel like I live inside of a coffin. I wish you could see what I see. And I wish I could see what you see. Maybe we would be better people. We would be better people to each other instead of picking out the flaws in one another. Pick me, pick me, pick me apart. So much that I'm fragmented across the ground, looking up at the sky for a trail beneath the sound. 
That's why I listen to music so much. That's why I can't hear you. Things have changed. Stephen, that was an incredible, incredible deep poem, especially the, you know, the topic of COVID-19, you know, talking about that we have to wear the mask. And, you know, it's kind of funny, the, uh, the metaphor of wearing the mask, not only to, prefer, to protect ourselves now, but now it's almost as if these masks that we're wearing is allowing us to hide ourselves exactly. instead of showing ourselves. And uh, audience, I just want to let you know, now I know that you hear a lot of background noise and it's okay. Uh, we are in a safe place. We're in a pizza hut in Covington. And so, uh, you know, pizza, pizza, <laughs> wrong, wrong place, but that's okay. And, uh, and uh, it's just allowing, you know, it's a good, safe place. We are socially distanced. And so uh, the incredible Stephen has another poem for us that he's going to read to us. And uh, if it is as dynamic and amazing as the first one, uh, my mouth is watering. <laughs> Go ahead. This poem's a little short. Um, this was called, Maybe I Love Myself Too Much. I'm used to what I'm used to. Well, get unused to it because someone's trying to show you something truthful. And if you let them, something fruitful Something fruitful that may even be greater and be a greater feeling. Get out of your own way, stumbling upon your own securities. You set up to protect yourself, but instead you trapped yourself, stuck with yourself, stuck with yourself, and no one else because you're all about self, hiding behind that hashtag. I love myself. I love myself too much, too afraid to take true risk. Something you become, so now you become compatible with the brisk feeling of lonely, depressed much. Are you? Not knowing you made yourself difficult to love. Mm -hmm. Adding to the unconnected culture we as a society have cultivated. Maybe you love yourself too much. Fantastic. He's got to... Oh, we do it in the... Uh, <laughs> snap, 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 snap. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, Stephen, I hope that this will not be the last time that we uh, have your appearance on the uh, Moments with uh, Poetry Moments with Dwayne podcast. I thank you for your time and your humbleness and also your poetry. Thank you, sir. It's great to be here. I appreciate you. Thank you for Absolutely. Me. Thank you. All right. Have a good night, Stephen. You too, sir. Well, we have come to another amazing ending of this podcast. I want to thank you all for taking the time out of your busy day, and I am humbled by the responses and also the amount of times that it's been played, and also the feedback as well. 
I enjoy sharing my world and words with you. In this podcast, uh, we had poems that were recited from my poem collection and also the incredible Steve Young. And that was a great interview as well, uh, Stephen. Thank you very much. Uh, can't wait to have you on the show again. And also, uh, please like and share to as many uh, people and poets as possible. Again, you can find my poems at allpoetry.com, and I look forward to your feedback. Let me know what you think. And again, thanks, Anchor, for the assist. You can find my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and also TuneIn. Till next time, next week, with Poetry Moments with Dwayne. Thank you.